0: Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson and it's September 9th. The Attica prison uprising started on this day in 1971. An immediate precursor to this uprising was the killing of activist and author George Jackson. He was incarcerated at San Quentin Prison in California, and he was killed on August 21st of 1971. This was during an alleged escape attempt, but there are still a lot of unanswered questions and controversies around his death. But the consensus among the men who were incarcerated at Attica was that he had been framed and murdered by the guards. This certainty, combined with ongoing issues of racism and just dehumanizing conditions at the prison, put everyone on edge, from the incarcerated men to the staff, everyone. Less than three weeks after Jackson was killed, Leroy Dewar was in a play fight with another man in the cell block A exercise yard. This was horseplay. They weren't actually fighting with each other. An officer yelled for him to stop, but also mistook him for another man and called him by the wrong name. So Dewar didn't stop. He didn't know he was the person that was being spoken to. It was his first day back in the exercise yard after being keep locked or confined completely to his cell for a week. When another officer came down into the yard to break up this this horseplay, Dewar hit him in the chest and said that he wouldn't be keep-locked again. This was not a punch. It was more of a tap or a shove. A crowd started to gather around them, and the situation became incredibly tense, with a lot of incarcerated men defending Dewar and the officers becoming increasingly concerned about the situation. They finally decided to drop it and resolve it later, Resolving it later meant taking Dewar and one of the men who had come to his defense out of their cells after lockup and taking them to solitary confinement. This was something that the other incarcerated men were sure was a sign that something terrible was about to happen to them. As the men were being taken to breakfast the next morning, somebody in Company 5 took advantage of an unattended lockbox to let somebody who was supposed to be in keep lock out of his cell the officers realized what was going on and they started to contain everyone in Company 5 in one of the access tunnels in the prison. When they realized they were trapped, this led the men to panic and some of them jumped to the officers and took their keys. Almost immediately, the officers lost control of a lot of Attica. Incarcerated men started breaking down security gates and making improvised weapons The prison staff was absolutely unprepared for something like this. The facility itself had been built with all of these security gates and other features that were supposed to prevent exactly this kind of an uprising, and with the gates broken down, they didn't really have a plan. The uprising continued for days, and the incarcerated men took hostages. A group of men in D-yard in the prison commandeered a typewriter and drafted a list of demands but negotiations about those demands kept running into roadblocks. Then, on September 11th, 1971, officer William Quinn, who had been struck in the head during the initial takeover of part of the prison, died of his injuries. On September 13th, law enforcement decided to retake the prison by force. When they did, in the span of about 15 minutes, 38 people were shot to death and 80 more were wounded, one of whom later died of his injuries. A quarter of those killed were hostages, not incarcerated men. The building itself was also heavily damaged. And during the effort to restore normalcy, many of the incarcerated men were beaten, humiliated, and addressed with racist slurs. There were some reforms that followed this riot. Some of them were related to the demands that the men had typed up during the uprising, Some of them addressed some of the conditions that had primed the men to stage an uprising in the first place, but a lot of the dehumanizing conditions at the prison persisted. There is a whole lot more to this story, from the conditions at Attica before the uprising to the uprising's aftermath, and you can learn more about it in the November 14th and 16th 2016 episodes of Stuff You Missed in History Class. Thanks to Tari Harrison for all her audio work on this podcast, and you can subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Tune in tomorrow for an accidental discovery that totally changed the world of forensic science.